Welcome to Teen Talk News. I'm Phil Cross, one of the co-directors of the Epic News Network, a journalism program for students of Epic Charter Schools. Joining me today, Solomon, Anya, Jensen, and Max. We are talking about what everybody else is talking about today still, the inauguration of the 46th President of the United States, uh, Joseph R. Biden, Jr., uh, guys, what did you think of the inauguration yesterday, and what were the highlights that stood out to you? Let's start with Max. A lot of it stuck out to me. What was the most memorable part for you? Um, the speech, the unity part. <laughs> That's great, Anya. I believe you got you pulled some of your favorite quotes from that speech. Uh, yeah, there was. There were several good quotes uh, from that speech that I think really shows how Biden was intending on guiding our country. Uh, one of them being a quote from Biden, we must end this uncivil war that pits red against blue, rural versus urban, conservative versus liberal. We can do this if we open our souls instead of hardening our hearts. And I think that uh, really encapsulate, encapsulates what Biden is trying to do with our country, moving it in a more united direction. Um, as well, there was there was another quote uh, that I wanted to touch on from Biden. Um, okay, yeah, here it was. Uh, a cry for racial justice some 400 years in the making moves us. The dream of justice for all will be deferred no longer. Um, I think that's really great that he's touching on um, on the racial aspect because that has been a really big thing in our country lately. And I'm sad to say that it has been so prevalent and, and not in a good sense. Um, I think when people tend to, when people hear the word, they tend to, like the word racial, they tend to think uh, in a negative connotation. Like it carries a negative connotation with it because, um, you know, all the things that have happened in our country as of late. Well, I agree. Um, people obviously do look at racial issues and think, well, this, this is this isn't something we really want to talk about because there's so much these type tension. of racial issues and they they know that it's bad tension yes they know that it's they know that it's bad and they they don't want to talk about it yeah i i agree with what solomon was saying um that it it definitely you know the the talk surrounding um what's been going on in our country with regards to race it's uh, definitely brought about a lot of tension. Uh, uh, yeah, and Solomon made a lot of great points uh, with what he was saying. And another quote that I wanted to let, touch on um, regarding uniting our country is uh, one from Biden that he gave yesterday. And he said, today on this January day, my whole soul is in this, bringing America together, uniting our people, uniting our nation. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. Um, and that's another uh, I think that he, he's he's trying to point our country in a direction of unity, and I really respect him for that. The quote that Biden gave yesterday that said, we see the first woman in American history elected to the national office, Vice President Kamala Harris. Don't tell me things can't change. Um, and I think that's that's a really fascinating quote because, you know, we haven't had a lot of women repre woman representation um, in politics in the modern world. We have a lot more recently as of late, um, but never any uh and no like big offices have been filled uh no big political positions have really been filled by women and so i think uh kamala harris being elected as vice president is really a big step to take as young women anya and jensen what does it mean to you to see uh, a woman in that kind of office i know for you know all of my life i'm a white male 
and have seen white males occupy the presidency with the exception of uh, Barack Obama. But whenever you see someone that represents, uh, you know, uh, women or minorities, uh, in, in the case of Kamala Harris, uh, we have you find both. What does that mean to you guys? Um, I think that it's a it's a really big step because, uh, you know, you see all these little girls that are probably watching and, and they've seen uh, these political positions being occupied by men. And now that they see a woman. Uh, in this position, it, it, I don't know, it just might open their eyes a little bit to see what is possible, what's becoming possible. And um, uh, that quote from Biden, he said, don't tell me things can't change. And I think that's a really great quote that kind of encapsulates. Is amazing that we now have a woman, like, in a high-ranking position, because, um, like you said, uh, Sir Cross, we don't usually see that. We usually see... Um, we usually see people with usually males, white males doing it. And it's, re- I think it's really cool. Like, honestly, that um, we get, we get a woman um, and it just, yeah, it's really, really cool. I don't even have words to describe how excited I am about it. Solomon, what do you think whenever you see not only, you know, we've had the first black president, now we have, you know, Kamala Harris, the first woman vice president, and she's also has her cultural and ethnic background is black and South Asian, as you pointed out. What does that mean to you, seeing that representation on a national stage? Well, it definitely shows me that we're taking a step forward, that we're, that we're actually like making, making progress in this country, because for years upon years, it's only been white males that have been in an office like this. And then we have President Barack Obama and things change like extremely and now we have the first woman black South Asian president or I'm sorry vice president and that's just it's amazing. I agree with Solomon it's really great to see minorities being represented um like they are now and uh I think that uh Amanda Gorman, who is the poet that performed on Inauguration Day, I think that she really took some revolutionary steps in uh, what she was doing. Okay, uh, there was one other quote that I wanted to touch on, and I believe it was from uh, Biden. It was, um, politics doesn't have to be a raging fire destroying everything in its path. Every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war. And we must reject the culture in which facts themselves are manipulated and even manufactured. Um, and I completely agree with that, you know, because we've had a lot of uh, fake news and deep fakes spreading around. Um, and that can really, that can really um, uh, affect people's perception of, of news and media causing distrust in the media. Uh, so I think that that's great that Biden touched on that because we definitely need to establish uh, the general public's trust in the media. So looking forward to this next administration, what are the issues that you think a new administration can focus on that will most impact your generation? Let's start with Max. Um, um, well, obviously, obviously the pandemic and the the racism and all these problems, definitely. Yeah, I think uh, systemic racism is definitely a massive issue in the United States. And I'm glad that Biden is taking steps to address this. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't really have anything more to say on that topic. Definitely, 
I, I, I think they definitely need to get down at least at least a little bit more on the on police brutality because it's not it's it's not acceptable because it is United States citizens that are just getting harassed by police officers and it's not uh, 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 sorry it's not it's not um it's not it's not it's not acceptable yeah, I completely agree with uh, where Solomon is coming from. We've seen so much police brutality in the last, um, uh, not even year, I would say couple of years. And I think that that's, uh, it's really kind of the whole issue of police brutality and uh, racism has blown up over the last couple of years. So uh, I hope that the Biden administration is going to take some steps to address that. Uh, and as well as, uh, I know Jensen had mentioned that Biden is going to eliminate private prisons. Um, so he has laid, he has already um, laid out the plan for the remainder of this week and for the next um, and for the next week and on um, Tuesday specifically. His main focus is going to start taking steps to towards eliminating private prisons. And if you guys would like, I can run through the entire schedule real quick. So for today, which is Thursday, he is going to be focusing on the coronavirus pandemic and taking steps to help people like mass mandate and stuff. Um, he already signed in yesterday whenever he before he once he got um, signed into office, sworn into office, um, he got he already um, put a mask mandate on all federal buildings. And um, he's made, he re he stopped the um, departure from the World Health Organization, which Dr. Fauci will lead the U.S. delegation. Um, he also installed a coronavirus response coordinator to oversee the White House efforts to distribute vaccines and medical supplies to hospitals and states in general. Um, so. Tomorrow, which is Friday, he is going to be focusing on economic relief, um, stuff like that. Um, I don't have any details on what exactly that is going to entail um, yet. For next week, which he has, the schedule for next week, he has dubbed Buy Back America. So for Monday, he is going to um, beef up requirements for government purchases of goods and services from U.S. companies. Um, on Tuesday, he is going to work, take steps to eliminate private prisons, like I said. On Wednesday, he is going to be focusing on climate, um, the climate and general climate control. Um, and he's going to be reestablishing the President's Council of Advisors on Science and Technology and Combating Climate Change. On Thursday next week, he's going to be focusing on healthcare, which one of the main things he's going to be doing is rescinding the um, quote unquote Mexico City policy that is blocking federal funding for non governmental organizations that provide uh, abortion services. On Friday, he is going to, and this one's really, I like this one a lot too, he's going to be focusing on immigration with um, a main focus on border processing, refugee um, policies, and in establishing a family um, reunification task force. Uh, yeah, I was going to share a quote um, from Winston Churchill that I feel was definitely relevant to what you're saying in regards to uh, America's current economic climate. Um, 
So Winston Churchill said, the inherent vice of capitalism is the unequal sharing of blessings. The inherent virtue of socialism is the equal sharing of miseries. And I believe this is not a direct quote. This is rather a paraphrase. Uh, he said something along the lines of like capitalism. It's awful. It's bad, but it's the worst thing we've got. Um, and I think that, uh, that that is just a pretty good summing up of our current economic situation. Um, yeah. And uh, I know that you mentioned, Jensen, that uh, President, now we can call him President Biden, is going to be taking more steps to recover our economy from the pandemic. So and and Solomon also noted that Biden has taken steps to rejoin the Paris Accord. So uh, would you care to weigh in on that, Solomon? He's trying to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. And if you ask me, that's pretty good because. I don't know why we even came out of it because this it was made to help us with our not economy with our with climate change and everything and it was created so that we could maybe have a world to actually live on in the future and I'm 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 glad that he's trying to rejoin it say that i completely agree with solomon you know we need to be taking care of our planet so that we have a planet in the next uh and you know the next hundred years however long it would be and uh, i think that definitely joining the um paris what was it paris climate accord uh is uh, taking a step in the right direction to make sure that we're protecting our earth and jensen also noted that it will take 30 days to rejoin but uh it's definitely going in the right direction so concerning the inauguration um our uh, our uh, one of our students for in the um, Epic News Network, Jackson Engel, he is actually writing a story over the inauguration, and to and I'm pretty sure it will be very interesting. So if you want to go check that out, that'd be really cool. Fantastic, nice little tease back to our website, epicnewsnetwork.org. Thank you, Jensen. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Anya. Thank you, Solomon. A lot of big issues, and you guys got to see history being made as you are part of history yourself and part of this next generation that will be forming the foundation of this country. So for Solomon, Anya, Jensen, and Max, I'm Phil Cross, and we'll talk to you next time.